watching. Hello everyone and welcome to episode four of Why Did You Watch with me, Cathy Moore and... And me, David Clark. Hey! We did it this time at last. Hooray. Multiple degrees. Yeah. Shh, stop it. Stop it. We had it. We had it. Um, Uh, So, David doesn't know what movie we're doing this week. No, it's a mystery. It is a mystery, yeah. Um, I don't know if you've even heard of this movie, or maybe it's just so infamous by now that you might have heard of it. Today we are going to talk about The Stuff. What's I that? swear that's the title of the film. <laughs> oh, is this sound, it sounds like The Thing, but cheaper. Uh, it is, it actually, it is like The Thing, in a way. <laughs> and thank you um, for listening to episode four of uh, The Thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll about do it. In fact, fuck it. Everyone just go and watch The Thing. It's way better anyway. Oh, the yeah. Thing The Thing is another film that will never be discussed in this podcast because David and I can both agree that it is it is awesome. Anything with Kurt Russell is awesome. Yes. Kurt Russell is not in this film, the stuff. Who is in this film uh is Michael Moriarty, which is such a cool name, but it's not the villain from Sherlock Holmes. Sure, okay. Yeah. Is he also called Eminem in this? Eminem? No. He's he's not like Eminem at all. In fact, throughout the entire film, I was referring to him in my head as Father Dougal. I know. Because that's who he's like. Um, You'd be hard pushed. I mean, I think the only way you'd recognise someone in this film is if you sat close enough to the TV that you could see your own reflection. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, there's, There's one actor in it who I thought maybe I'd seen in something else but I think he might just look like someone I've seen in something else. And that's about it. This sounds like the kind of film where your career goes to die. <laughs> yeah, before it even starts. Yeah, oh, no. Pretty much. No. Nicked I've, in the I've, bud. I've not seen any of these actors before or since. In fact, the only recognisable thing in this film was a Doberman. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Mm. It was made in 1985. Okay. And the, the basic plot is very simple. It's about a dessert that takes over your mind and turns you into a dessert-eating zombie. It's a comedy? No. Really? Yeah. Oh. It's a sci-fi. So when you said, you said like a dessert, like, you know, um, I don't know, ice cream, that kind of yeah. dessert. Yeah. Like Froyo. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Only it's not, it's not Froyo. It's stuff because this dessert is called the stuff it's like angel delight oh angel delight i would totally believe that that could take over your mind angel delight to some stuff to others will tear (laughs) your soul apart (laughs) it'll tear your colon apart (laughs) oh god that's um oh yeah that's angel delight with like grit in it Oh, oh no. Oh, man. Fibre delight. Oh, yeah. Brand flakes. Oh, how Oof. awful. Yeah. Oh, nice. my God. Exactly. This is not for your eyes. Oh. <laughs> Locks bathroom door. <laughs> I'd leave it five days if I was you. Yeah, yeah. And don't uh, light a match. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, um, The first time I saw this film, because I have watched it a couple of times, I have to admit, because it's very entertaining, but it is, it's probably, probably one of the dumbest movies I've ever seen. 
Oh wow. Yeah, okay. but it is it is deeply entertaining, okay. both as a film and to just sit on your sofa and go, "What are you doing?" You know. <laughs> sure, sure. Okay, so it's a horror film. What what kind of genre is this? Mm, I would say it's just a sci-fi. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, 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 it's not a sci-fi that makes particularly good sense or anything like that, but it's it, it's a sci-fi. Right. So, the film starts in a snowy, uh, some sort of drilling station. Okay. So it starts like Alien versus Predator, I guess. Yes. Yeah, I remember. Uh huh. So, it starts on that scene. There's snow everywhere. It's nighttime. There's lights. There's big metal drilling equipment all over the place. There's polar bears that you can't see because they're covering their noses. And wolves that are sticking their nose in the snow so that you can't see the steam Ah, coming from their noses. Apparently wolves do that. Yeah. My mum was blown away by that. She phoned me specially to tell me (laughs) that wolves do that. (laughs) Okay, sure. Is this advice? Like, so if you're walking through Wimbledon Common and it's snowing... (laughs) And you don't see wolves, they're there. (laughs) Run. (laughs) I mean, there's probably okay, quite a few um, chihuahuas and, like, Pomeranians, but, like, they're wolves on the inside. But on yeah. the outside, they're kind of, like, I don't know, furry tennis balls. Okay, um, right. So, um, station. Ice station zebra, but without yes. zebras. And yes. potential wolves, but you can't see them. Right. Right. So, we're at, we're at ice station zebra. Or zebra, if you're American. Yeah. And uh, there's, there's an old-timey, like, prospector looking guy walking through yeah yeah all right he's so he so he's walking through the snow at ice station zebra at night uh-huh. everything's white because it's snow there's snow everywhere and there's lights but, well there's lights overhead sure yeah so you can see where he's going at mm. least but he looks down and in the white snow he sees white stuff bubbling through the ground. Okay, sure, okay. A sort of a, a dinner plate sized fissure. Yeah. From which so how he managed to spot this white stuff bubbling up through the white stuff is quite impressive. No, I, I, can, I, I, I can see that. It's, it's because it's got a different movement to like snow falling. Because it's literally it looks like when um uh, you you're like cooking, I don't know, um cheese sauce and you've got the bubbles coming up and you're like, oh that's different except cheese hmm. sauce is yellow never eat yellow snow yellow yeah. snow yeah 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 well yeah. i mean fair enough if i noticed snow was bubbling i probably would but it was just sort of going bloop. okay hmm. bloop. it wasn't like boiling out of the earth or anything maybe they chose this old guy because he was a prospector and he had a really good eye for noticing things that are different that's probably like I mean, if he can spot a, an, a a tiny little fleck of gold in a river, yeah, presumably, he can spot blooping stuff in snow. But he spotted it somehow. All right, so fine, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt there, because what he proceeds to do is is assess the situation and go, oh look, there's there's stuff bubbling up out of the earth. Guess I'll eat it. Wow. Yeah. It's so like he... that guy in um. What is it called? Uh, Jew South. Do you remember Jew South? Do you remember Jew South? He's like, and the of guy's course like, I remember Jew South. Yeah. yeah. And he tastes that thing off that guy's shoe and the guy's like, oh God, you don't know where he's been. He's like, oh, actually, I know exactly where he's been because I can taste phosphorus on his shoes. He's clearly been 
in the firework factory. In the phosphorus the mine. River. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Wow, impressive. Yeah. The point is you didn't know where he'd been. And yes. he ate it anyway. Yeah. yeah. Yuck. Yeah. So he, he just dipped his hand in it, like, oh, nom, nom, nom. Can you imagine, like, if you're walking up the footpath and you saw a big pile of brown stuff and you were like, huh, guess I'll eat that. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, it turns out it wasn't chocolate after all. Oh, God, that's disgusting. Yes. So is this, though. He's just yeah, eating no, white stuff that's bubbling out of the it's earth. Not... Could be anything. It was. It could have. It was probably um, runoff from the factory or the the, the mining facility. Yeah, it could it be like arsenic just... or something, <laughs> or melted glue or something bubbling yeah. out. Ugh. But he sticks his hand in it and eats it because that makes sense. And he goes, "Hmm, that's real good. Hmm, that's mighty good." And then, <laughs> and then he pronounces it to be, "Not snow." <laughs> I'm going to name this stuff, stuff. Stuff, yeah. Yes. So they, so some other guy comes along and he's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> no, he didn't. He's, he's, he came over and he was like, "Hey, uh, Buck or whatever, what, are, what, what are you doing there?" And he's like, "Hey, this, this stuff's mighty tasty. It's not snow. Eat it." <laughs> and the guy goes, "Okay." <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's mental. So I guess. I mean, they're I like, mean okay, if you, well. if you, if you have to, like, that's just weak script writing. I mean. I can see the stuff bubbling up out of the snow and then like picking it up in a box and going, oh, wow, and then taking it inside and going, actually, this this stuff smells like quite sweet and smells quite delicious. And then just like have a little dab and tasting it, but not like like scooping stuff into your mouth and like, hmm. Yeah, yeah like me eating nuts. Angel Delight. Yeah. But the thing is, I guess it's because they didn't have the budget to go into a house or something and add five minutes to the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, God forbid That's, you add yeah. any more time to this film. <laughs> Right, so you had so, two guys. Um, so anyway, assume they're American. So the two guys are like, yes. So the, t- the what, happen- what, happen- what happens next? The two dudes have like scarfed down this white goo. Yeah. So they scarf down the white goo, and you can see it in their eyes. They're like, oh, we're going to be millionaires, you know. And then it cuts to some little kid who's apparently in the nip, and he's thrashing about in bed, uh-huh. like scratching himself. And getting on and uh he he gets up and and he's he's very put out about all this and he realizes he's left the windows open and he, i assume he's been savaged by mozzies that's oh, sure yeah the assumption that i make at this point um so he gets up and he, he closes the windows and he talks to himself and he says stuff like you know oh i'm, I'm burning hot you know oh thanks the exposition in this film leaves a lot to be desired yeah it's very like... much like what? No, I can't see who's driving the truck since you ask, you know. Anyway. Yeah. So he, he goes downstairs. Uh, I'm not entirely sure, right? He, he creeps around his own house, though. He, like, creeps out of his bedroom and he's looking over his shoulder and, like, creeping around. I'm not convinced it's his house. <laughs> <Ha. It's laughs> he broke into the neighbor's house. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. This bed was just right until yeah. the mosquitoes came in. And I've eaten so all your He's creeping porridge. around his. Oh yeah, that too. Well, he's, he hasn't eaten all the stuff, I can tell you that much. Anyway, uh, I, I don't know that I ever caught the kid's name, actually. I think it's Jason, but he just looks so much like a young Jerry Seinfeld that I was okay. just calling him Seinfeld Jerry. in my head the entire time. Because oh, okay. he's like, what's the deal with this stuff, you know? <laughs> 
And he nice. he creeps downstairs um, and he goes into the kitchen. For some reason, starts wiping his face and his arms and stuff over the sink. Yeah, yeah. Why didn't you go to the bathroom to do that? Why are you doing it in the sink? I hope there aren't dishes in there. Because that's gross. Yeah, yeah. True. I mean, they that's had a mixer weird. sink as well. He could have made use of that. But maybe, maybe all he was doing, maybe then, he wasn't actually washing. He was just trying to cool himself down. So he's literally just splashing water on his face. He's not actually having a bath. I don't know. Potentially, yeah. Or like a wee bird. Splish, splish. <laughs> oh, so yeah. cute. And then he then he raids the fridge as you do, and he notices that one of the tubs of stuff, the stuff, has been knocked because it's in those like ben and jerry's containers you know the yeah, little yeah. cardboard mm-hmm. thing with the, the the top i do yeah and with the stuff very well the side <laughs> it's t- yeah too well it's tipped over and the stuff has oozed out but instead of it just you know oozing its way down the fridge it's actually like moving like a slime mold yeah it doesn't move like a slime mold it moves more like a like a slug or caterpillar or something it just sort of okay yeah 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 and needless to say the kids the kids like that's not good (laughs) i mean i've occasionally left yogurt in the fridge for way too long and uh that's what i'm worried is going to happen one day (laughs) it's got legs yeah Yeah. jesus yeah (laughs) it's gone bad smoke cigarettes and it's got a flick knife (laughs) yeah so the kid's staring at the fridge looking at this and the dad creeps up behind him, grabs him and then says to the kid, you scared me. What? what? So I think the dad was the dad was like doing a whole thing about how um, I thought there was an intruder in the house. Uh, I've got my I gun out. This is Southern America. I could have you shot could have been you. Shot. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't understand what's going on with this family though because the dad just flies off the handle and yells at the kid over nothing at the drop of a hat and the mum does it too and it was I don't yeah. know if the stuff is making them do that or if it's just 1980s parenting <laughs> Well, because yeah. it was very reminiscent of my childhood. <laughs> well, I was going to say, and then I thought, I'm not sure I should bring that up, but um, yes. <laughs> yeah, fifty percent, fifty percent, because I mean, you had you had fifty percent sanity. At least. Oh, absolutely! But it's yeah. it's it's the dad doing it in this film where he's yeah. just a, he just yells it like he came down. The kid had just got up, gone downstairs, yeah. and looked in the fridge, and the dad appeared, grabbed him. Started yelling at him like, "You scared me, creeping around the house, me, me, me." Maybe you're right. It's not actually his kid. <laughs> Somebody just wandered in. It's like, go back to your own you house. Keep getting in my house. This is the <laughs> fifth time this week. I've warned you. I've warned you. Yeah. 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 Stop eating out of our fridge. Yeah. And then he yelled at him, and then he just hit him. He hit the kid. Like, yeah. go back to your room. Whap. So you know, apparently. One of the reasons why like burglars get um, picked up by the police is that quite frequently they will like, just eat something out of the fridge, but they won't yeah. finish the whole thing. And then they've left yeah. all their genetics behind. And then the police go, yeah. oh, let's just see what is on this. And then, um, yeah, yeah, they get nicked three or four months down the line when they like get nicked for something else. They're like, oh, yeah, this your DNA is also matched to about 18 house properties and 14 sandwiches yeah. and 
Four cookies. Because if you're really ignorant calling card, where you left half a jam sandwich on the kitchen counter yeah. with your Eat DNA no all over it, you spoon. Eat no sandwich. Huh? It makes much more sense. Eat the whole sandwich or don't eat the sandwich. Well, I think part of it is if you eat the whole sandwich, then the, the people you burgled don't know that you did it and it's a sort of a power thing. Oh, I see. Hmm. Like I was in your house eating your food while you slept. So I I had power over you. I could have done anything, but all I did was make a jam sandwich. <laughs> I suppose also um, you might not be able to squeeze back out the window. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you eat all the stuff. Yeah. The stuff. Okay. So slap this kid around a bit. Yeah. Sent him back to his room. Which I now understand why the kid was so uh, Cautious. nervous about creeping downstairs. Mm. Because obviously his dad was just going to completely lose it and yell at him for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> um. So so the dad like scared him, sent him back to his room, and then the dad ate the stuff out of the fridge. I guess it had stopped moving. It had oozed back into yeah, the but container. Like, and I mean, in. as long as it had gone back in the container, because like quite a lot of fridges aren't necessarily that clean outside of the pots. So if that thing no. had just been crawling around like. The fridge. I guarantee you I would not eat any yogurt that had spilt in my fridge because for some reason the 400 bottles of hot sauce that I own in my fridge have all leaked a bit and have left rings of hot sauce. So if I had some yummy yogurt, I guarantee it would blow my head off because there'd be da bomb hot sauce dribbled all over it. Yeah. (laughs) Hot, 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 hot. Yeah. So... Yeah. Okay. It's, it was, a bit, and it goes. The interaction with his family just get worse. I mean, that's that's before they they had drunk the Kool Aid on the stuff. It was mental. Okay. It just reminded me of like every time I'd go into the kitchen and be like, "Dad, what do you want?" Nothing. And then it's like slowly walking out backwards. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Just merging into yeah, the hedge yeah, yeah, like Homer yeah. Simpson. Yeah. Yeah. I. So I guess it was just an Eddie's thing. I don't know. Cut to, they do a sort of a RoboCop thing as well. Do you remember in RoboCop how they always had adverts, ridiculous adverts? Yes. Yeah, they were fun. Well, they do that. Starship Troopers did it as well. Oh yeah. Mm. They they keep having adverts for the stuff. In it's like um, the movie. Um, uh, what's it called? Slurm in Futurama. Yeah. Oh, it's because Slurm is actually just squirted out of that massive. Slug. Slug thing, isn't it? Yeah. And they all find out, but they're like, oh my god! Yeah, oh, it's drinking. horrible! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so adverts. Adverts, yes. And in the advert, it's it's very 1980s, this advert, because it's a, a beautiful woman in a fur coat with a big tub of the stuff, and she's eating it, and she's got a really sore throat, like, who is it? Belinda Carlisle? Is it her? Oh, like a husky really voice. Sore throat? A husky yeah. voice. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So she's like, eat stuff. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were going to say it's like one of those come hither husky voices, not like what a husky would sound like if it could speak. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean the dog. I just can't do a husky voice. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm just yanking your chain. <laughs> Much like a husky. <laughs> 
My husky voice just sounds like the demon in the fridge in Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah, that's like, yeah, a key marker. There is no stuff, stuff. only Zool. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, a husky voice then. Yeah, okay, I I get it. I'm guessing she encourages everyone. Jessica Rabbit kind of voice. So, meanwhile, dun dun dun, big ice cream is really upset with the popularity of the stuff. Yes. Like, big ice cream, like big pharma or big tobacco. Yeah, yeah, I get it, I get it, yeah, yeah. Big ice cream are very put out, and it's a bunch of, like, white dudes in suits, so you know that these are the top guys in big ice cream, because they're on a yacht, and they're smoking cigars, and they're drinking whiskey in the afternoon. Wow, yeah. That's all the top execs do, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah it so sounds very all... 80s. Oh god, yeah, yeah. It's it it has not aged well. So they're all sitting around being like, no, the stuff, you know, putting us out of business because people aren't eating ice cream; they're eating stuff, and we want we want to stop put to this. It's outrageous. Yeah, and they're like, yes, but I don't know about these methods, Todd. You know, well, I suppose a big exec wouldn't be called Todd. What would he be called? Uh, Gordon. Raymond. There we go. Raymond and Gordon. So Gordon, you know, and uh, he says, I don't know about industrial spies. So you know, like, ah, I know what's going on here. Yeah. And no sooner did they mention industrial spies when a speedboat containing an industrial spy starts (laughs) bouncing towards the the yacht. Uh, That's fucking convenient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they, yeah. they told him to come to the yacht, but for some reason, oh. I guess they couldn't be seen leaving the marina with him. Yes, On sure. their yacht, so they had yeah. to have him speedboat in after. Yeah, yeah, okay. Which, which he didn't seem to mind enormously. Turns out this particular industrial spy got booted out of the FBI. Because he's right. a maverick, damn it. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Uh, with the usual sort of crap exposition that, you, that you've come to expect from these films... Where it was yeah. like, oh hey, I haven't seen you since that time we were in the FBI together. <laughs> or that time that yeah. we invaded the Bear Pigs. <laughs> yeah, yeah do you remember that? <laughs> no, no I don't, and neither do you, remember? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we signed those forms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Alright. Um, so this guy gets on the boat, and he looks like Father Dougal, and he acts like Father Dougal, and he yes. talks like... Uh, southern gentleman who's had too much caffeine. He just sounds like Matthew McConaughey has snorted an entire banister of coke and then has oh, turned stuff. up to this place. Because he he snorted the stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. he just the, I, the whole film I'm just like, will you shut up? Oh my god, will you shut up? He just has no inner monologue. It just all comes yeah. out. So it's, it's like, like oh well, a cup of coffee. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here okay. on this boat and I'm, I like being on this boat and here I am on this boat and I'm going to stay on this boat until I've done my business and then I'm, I'm going to get off the sure boat. Oh, it's nice to meet all you gentlemen on this boat. He's probably huh? getting paid per word in his contract. I'm beginning to think, absolutely. Yeah. So he, he shakes hands with all the Gordons and Raymonds and mm. they're like, hello, I'm Gordon, shake hands. And he goes, sweaty Pam. And then he goes to the right. next guy and he's like, sweaty Pam, sweaty. So he's obviously engaged his like sweaty Pam detector. Uh-huh. And, and so he, f- he introduces himself to everybody 
after introducing himself as Sweaty Pam. <laughs> well, he goes around insulting all the people who are potentially going to give him money. Yeah, and then I, I assume he explains why he has said Sweaty Pam to every single one of them, but the explanation takes so fucking long that I don't think I listened to it, because he's like, right. oh, you guys are obviously very stressed because you all have a Sweaty Pam, which oh, means I see. that you're very stressed out about something, and I'm yes. here to help you deal with that something. Oh, oh my he's god, a shut human, up! He's a human polygraph detector. Yeah, just annoys his people mind. until they tell him what yeah. he wants. Yeah. Also, really, if you, know, you if you were to invite like a spy on board your boat, would you give the spy your real name? Because their entire job is to, like, I don't know, spy and double cross people. <laughs> so, absolutely, and this guy, this guy's ethics are not particularly admirable. I must yes. say. So I would probably tell him my name was, you know, something else. Todd. Chubby Checker. Todd. <laughs> Sweaty Pam. <laughs> yeah, 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 sure. Mr. Sweaty Pam. Nice. Well, pa- Miss, surely, if it's Pam. Okay, so he's met the dudes. Yeah, Have they offered him a drink? He's met... I don't remember them offering him a drink. Mm. I think they did, actually, yeah. There was some sort of annoying back and forth about how he doesn't drink anymore or something like that. I don't know. I, I was so distracted by the fact that he's wearing a three-piece suit. A grey three-piece suit and then reddish-brown cowboy boots. Oh, God. It's someone who wants to have the appearance of having personality. He really doesn't, though. Yeah. It's just incredibly irritating. Yeah. And just imagine a, an incredibly cocky, irritating Father Dougal. So it's a weird mix of acting like he knows what he's doing and yet completely vacant in the mm. way that only Father Dougal can be. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Just so someone else can be I, like telling him something really intricate and he's just like heads off away in the clouds because he doesn't care. Or he's not bright enough to understand. Except that he isn't as stupid as he looks, sounds or acts. Well, I mean, and, yeah, I guess you'd have to be. If and he's told that. That's the thing. I mean, he's, he's told that by one of the business execs where he's like, I think the business exec says, you're not nearly as dumb as you look. Uh, or dumb as you seem or something like that and Dougal goes I can guarantee you no one is as dumb as I seem <laughs> nice well, that's a good line so he's at least aware of it yeah I think he's doing a I think he's doing a Boris Johnson I think he's like trying to deliberately seem thick so that people yes. won't fear him yes yeah. sure mm-hmm. yeah so um, what, what was it Gina said in, in Brooklyn Nine-Nine if they knew how smart I was it would be harder to manipulate them Yes. It's a it's a pretty unusual technique. Yeah. So Father Diggle is like, okay, well, I guess I'll solve this theory and I'll go investigate some of the stuff and I'll investigate it and I'll tell you about it and you better pay me a big paycheck and I'll take that check right now. Ugh, tedium. Huh? What? Hmm? Oh. And then he gets the check and as he's leaving, he waves it in the face of the, the FBI agent who I guess is on their payroll who they used to know when they were both in the FBI. Right, yes. And he waves he waves the check in the FBI guy's face and the FBI guy goes, asshole. And then Dougal breaks his jaw. Okay. Well, that's really stupid because he could get arrested for assaulting a federal officer. 
But where did it happen? Oh, it was on a boat uh, in the middle of the water with these shady businessmen who I'm on the tick for. Yeah, uh, I suppose oh, so. Uh, actually, in actual fact, it never happened. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. So, okay. Uh, bit, of, bit, bit of a hard sell, that one. Um, and we find out on the boat that every guy, every um, uh, person on the committee in the FDA who approved the stuff... Yeah. Um. Either either resigned or died pretty much immediately afterwards. They had to approve it before it could be mass produced. But everybody who approved it either like, resigned or it's died. It's not. It's not being produced. It's being mined, right? Oh, but they don't tell people that. No. See, it's very secretive. This is what's driving okay. big ice cream mad. Is right. Because, right. And right. presumably big yogurt as well. Is because no one knows. They can't get in touch with anyone who approved it at the FDA. They can't find out how it's made. Uh-huh. They don't know where it's coming from or anything. It's all very There's secret. There's no ingredients and That's why list. they've had to hire this. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, It's all okay. proprietary, blah, blah, blah. So they like want to figure out what's going on here. Exactly, that's what they say in this film. They bring <laughs> that up. Okay. Because they know that people are going to be like, hang on a minute, there's no way this would come to market if people didn't know what was in it. And they're like, ha, we got you. It's KFC, motherfucker. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. I'd, I'd be very. I don't know how surprised I'd be if it turned out that one of the eleven herbs and spices had bubbled up out of the ground in in Kentucky somewhere. <laughs> That's taste. And they good, just though. added it. Although the one here where I live, uh, the 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 twelfth spice turned out to be mouse feces, and they had to close the place down. <laughs> So, Despite the fact it tasted so good. I did wonder why it was finger licking good. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I remember the times that we used to walk back from um, uh, the, the the bar and then you were like, uh, I'm just going to uh, make a detour this way so uh, you can just go to the station. And I was like, you're going to KFC, aren't you? And like, no. No, no. <laughs> I'm nice. uh, going to yeah. um, volunteer at a soup kitchen. That's where I'm going. You jerk. Yes. Yeah. God, do you remember when I got that KFC and then I was crossing the road yeah. and I was on the traffic island and just as I was looking down to be like, why is there so much KFC all over the traffic island here? Yeah. The bottom of my bag ripped out and my food yeah. went everywhere. Oh, so sad. <laughs> Kathy's yeah. sad <laughs> and drunk at one in the morning. And she ate it off the floor anyway. So. <laughs> I did actually. Because oh. it was all, it was like KFC reception, because it was all within a bag, within a bag. It was still in that bucket. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't order uh, a KFC bucket at one in the morning. I'm not a complete savage. Thank yeah, you, you ordered two. <laughs> wow. So, where were we? Um, uh, so he's just broke the dude's jaw. He's probably taken away all Oh yeah, he broke though. the dude's jaw and we've, we've established that, oh Christ, Father Dougal's going to be in this whole film, isn't he? Jesus. He's the central character, <laughs> apart from possibly the small child. Yeah. But anyway. So, what do you call him? Uh, so, Seinfeld's upstairs. He's still asleep. Yeah. Uh-huh. And the mum's downstairs trying to get the breakfast on. And you're like, all right, well, the dad's sitting there like a jerk reading the paper. But maybe the mum's nice. You know, mums usually are. Um. But the, the older brother's sitting eating a cereal and she goes, older brother, go and wake Seinfeld up. And he's still uh-huh. asleep. And the 
all the kid says is, can't I go later? Because if I go now, my cereal's going to get soggy. And the mum just whips around and she's like, you do what I tell you and you do it now! Sort of thing. This pretty much sounds like my neighbour. <laughs> I've heard that kid's name scream so many times. I think it's like etched on my ears. Oh my Eardrums. god. Yeah. Ugh, nightmare. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, so I don't know what the mum's problem is. And I, I, I have to assume it's the stuff making them mm-hmm. act this way. Yeah. Um because it's so unwarranted the screaming that I don't know. Cuz people get addicted to it. It's like a drug. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So um what do you call him? Seinfeld finally comes down after all this screaming. It was something of a moot point anyway. Unless he just heard so much screaming he came down to see what was going on. Um, yes. And his brother goes to his brother gets up to eat some stuff out of the fridge and he's like, don't eat it. That was don't eat it, by the way, in an American accent. Yeah, okay. I'm just thinking of that weird El Yankovic song. Huh? Just eat it. So, you know... Eat it, uh, eat it. Yeah, Yeah, I remember that. It's a good song. That's a good one, that. Eat it, eat it, followed by I'm fat, I'm fat. You know it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good songs. Okay, so uh, he's, he's told his brother not to eat the stuff. Yeah, and everyone's like, why wouldn't I eat it? What's wrong with it? What's your problem? It's brilliant. It's the best thing ever. Yeah. They're all good. Yeah, like, why would I not eat it? And and the kids, and Seinfeld's like, it's, um, it's spoiled. So they all start tasting it then, like, mm, doesn't taste spoiled to me. And the mum takes a big spoonful of it and points it at Seinfeld's face and it's like, uh-huh. go on, you try it and see if it's spoiled. And the kid just slaps it, slaps the whole container and it just goes down the kitchen cabinet and runs out of the room. And the mum's reaction to this was, you better hope those stains come out. Okay. But it's like, it's it's on the kitchen cupboard. Why would it stain? Have you ever known a dessert to stay in a kitchen cupboard in your life? Can't think of one. No. Hmm. I mean, some of those like jellies had massive amounts of food colouring in. Yeah, but it was remember? like a dark brown kitchen cupboard. So even if it uh, had yeah, like bright true. red food colouring in it, you're not going to see it. It's such a weird reaction. And then the mum says something even more nonsensical, where she gets down and she starts cleaning it, and she's all excited because she's like, "Look at that! It doesn't even spot." And then she goes, great tasting, low in calories, and it doesn't even spot. And he doesn't like it. Because yes. whether or not it stains is a huge factor in whether or not I'll enjoy a dessert, I must say. <laughs> yeah, Where are I these mean, her criteria? Yeah. Weird. That's very weird. Great tasting, low in calories. Okay, I'll take it. That's like Diet Pepsi. Top-notch stuff. But at no point have I added to that list. And also, Diet Pepsi doesn't stain when you spill it. It probably does etch stuff, though, because it's got a shitload of, like, you know, carboxylic acid, acid in. Phosph- I think it's phosphoric acid or something. So, oh, yeah, it, I think it is phosphoric acid. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't uh, have shift limescale in the toilet. But I would only use Diet Coke for that, because there's really no value to Diet Coke other than to pour it down the toilet. Because it just tastes oh. like ass. It's awful. Yeah, yeah. But I can, the cake I, tastes pretty bad. Honestly, as well. 
<laughs> you walked into that one. Yeah. Quack, quack. Uh, I've never yeah. I've never been reviewing my breakfast options and I've thought to myself, well, I could have cereal or I could have some flapjacks. I think I'll go with the flapjacks because cereal might stay on the carpet. <laughs> True. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. has that ever been a deciding factor for you? No. If the thing's likely to stay in? No, no, not really. No. I mean, I think sometimes, it, like, if, for example, I've got something that's, like, got a lot of, uh, like, some, some dals have got a, um, some spices in that will, like, seriously stain. Turmeric. Turmeric. Yes. So I'm, like, super careful, like, moving that round from, like, the kitchen to where I eat. So, like, yeah. if I spill this on the tiles, I'm not. this is not coming out. No. No. Yeah. Even if you've cooked with turmeric, your fingers look like you're a 50-a-day smoker. Yeah, your fingers just yeah. get yellow. Yeah. And it all gets under your nails. Oh, nightmare. Um, but yeah. she's not eating the stuff off the thing, so it's not that addictive yet. No, she's not just licking it off the kitchen cupboards. <laughs> like you and the ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Didn't actually happen, oh, just to clarify. Fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, that was fun. Mm. Um, so now we're in a laboratory. Um which you can deduce because there's a guy in a white coat and there's a diagram of what looks like hemoglobin uh, on the chalkboard. Okay. Good stuff. Nothing says science like a chalkboard. <laughs> yeah, true, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're, they're, so um, Dougal is talking to the guy in the white coat about, you know, you guys must have done some analysis on the stuff, what's actually in it. Uh, and they say that there's some stuff that... You know, there's nothing like it. We don't know what it is. And some benign bacteria. Uh-huh. Like yeah, bifidus cool. digestivum. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, there is a very occult vibe to the whole thing. Um, ah, cult. And get it? And uh, yeah. Father Dougal's going, um, yeah, but like, you know, do, don't you have to know exactly what's in the food before it can get approved? Uh, and some guy in the background just whips round. I guess he's just finished reading about this on Wikipedia because he just pops out of the background and he's like, yeah, but the FDA statute of identities law says that they don't have to say what's in it um, if it's like a, a secret recipe. And then he goes, like Coke. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Nice, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. So it's a good thing that guy happened to be standing there googling FDA statutes. <laughs> yeah, I guess also they would have potentially tested it in animals. Oh yeah, there was something about that. Um, they had to go through all the tests to make also, sure. Also, the other thing that's weird about this kill, is it like wasn't toxic or. I assume this stuff has been around for like forever's, and it hasn't just suddenly appeared, or is it like come from a meteorite or something? We never find out. Uh, we don't know what it is. We don't know where it came from. We don't know where it's going. We don't know what it wants. We <laughs> we don't know what it is. Okay. We don't know. <laughs> like so that the 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 sort of point of the film is completely lost on us, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like creamy magma <laughs> that appeared okay. from somewhere. Yeah, and I mean, sure. that's all we get to hear from the scientists on this one because now it's cut to another advert. But, but it's the advert is being shot at this point. Yeah. And it's a runway, 
not an airplane runway, but a fashion runway. Yeah, yeah. And there's mm-hmm. a load of women in those hideous bikinis where the 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 bit that's supposed to sit on your hips has been pulled up to their rib cage. Oh uh, yeah. You know that look okay. like in Baywatch. Yeah. That's yeah. that's not a good look. It looks like you've just been wedged. Super wedged, yeah. Yeah, atomic wedged. <laughs> atomic wedged, yeah. So the it's bizarre. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how that was ever a fashion thing. How was oh my god, just the logistics of it as well is a nightmare. Mm. Um but it's it's not that big a deal because they've all got fur coats on too. Such a weird look. A swimming costume with a fur coat. Are you hot or aren't you? Oh, well, this is like saunas and then jumping into the ice water afterwards. But not at the same time. You don't stick one leg in the ice water and one leg in the sauna. Ah, this or is you where don't the statistician says yourself. you're comfortable on average. Yes, but that statistician obviously hasn't been looking at standard deviations now, has he? Or she? Well, it's just, oh, thank, I'm glad you caught that because I was just about to say it as well. <laughs> um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, so the, so the models have got fur coats on. Yes. And swimsuits, and uh, they're, they're eating the stuff. So there's mm. a, a director woman, and I never catch her name either, so I'm just going to call her director. So the director's yep. going, yeah, you, you walk up and, and act like you're really enjoying the stuff. Yeah, that's good. Now you feed some of the stuff to her. Yeah, that's good stuff. Okay, now you, I want a really tight shot. So this is all going on. I, do, I find it quite weird. I don't know how women in swimsuits and fur coats equates to eating uh, stuff. Yeah, but this is, just, this is just the whole thing about advertising in like the 60s through, effectively, at least probably through the 90s, where you just get a scantily clad female... Uh, to just say, hey, this stuff's great. You should buy it. You you then can like hang out with fantastic looking people like me. Uh, and it's yeah. just like some idiots like go fall for it. It's like the whole thing with like uh, um, car shows until relatively Ooh. recently, and also like Formula One. There used to be like the the um, the Booth women babes. who would come up and kiss the cheeks of the almost always a guy who won won the race. And it's like. Yeah. I mean, sure, they can be involved, but is, is this the limit of their involvement? They could probably be doing other stuff. But no, they it's... They could probably this... be driving the cars. <laughs> yeah, eye candy is like what, what they were intended I understand. I understand the concept of sex sells, yeah. but sex sells when you're advertising something specifically to men, adult men. Yeah. But everyone eats the stuff. Little kids eat the stuff. Women who aren't attracted to women eat the stuff. Yeah. Everybody's eating it. So why they're marketing it specifically at adult men is a bit of a mystery to me. Because yeah. speaking on behalf of my entire gender, <laughs> um, sure, I'm not going to watch an advert, and, and orientation I might add, I'm not going to watch an advert with a woman in a bikini and a fur coat and go, oh, guess I'll eat that stuff then. Unless she is selling bikinis or fur coats. Because she might say, hey, this bikini super comfortable. Because It does not, not be look super it. comfortable. Uh, well, that one if it's hoiked up over your belly button, it does not look comfortable. Uh, <laughs> I am here to tell you. <laughs> fair enough. Julie noted. Plus, <laughs> fur is murder. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, 
yeah, it was the eighties. People did this. I just wonder yeah. if maybe they they really hit hard with the whole "it's good for you, it's low in calories," and then loads of mums started buying it for their kids and ate it, yes. and loads of women started eating it because they were like, "Oh, it's it's good for you." It's slimming because yeah, yeah, yeah hmm. because that's that's you know something that's been made clear to us is more of a priority for us. Thank you very much. And then sure, they were like, "Shit." Yeah. Adult men aren't buying our dessert. Yes. So now we're going to have to change the advertising tactic to try and get men to eat it as well. That's yes. my why my mind went off in this entire tangent about the advertising campaign. I do not know because it's really nothing to do with anything. I guess I was just a bit. Distracted. It was probably you were trying to make the film appear to be more interesting than it is. <laughs> I honestly yeah. think I just was so bored at the sound of Dougal waffling on to the director that my mind just went. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, sure, I can see and that. And zoned happening. out. But he just turns up in the middle of it all, and he's like, "Okay, everyone, I'm in charge now. So sh- shut the shut the shit down. Don't listen to the director because I'm going to talk to her. I'm in charge here now. A man is speaking. Oh you, wow, you." Go and have go and have a break. You models, go and do whatever you do. Go and you eat some coffee. Go and get roll, me a coffee. <laughs> you get like, yeah. Two and then, sugars, and then off you go. They're like, I don't work for you. So he turned up and mansplained everybody off onto a break. Yes, um, despite the fact he's not paying any of them. No, <laughs> he wants to sit down with the director and pretend that he's going to hire her to sure. improve the the public image of a petroleum company. And he's doing this to actually figure out how she imp- how she pitched the stuff to people. And she was trying to figure sure. out what she knows about the stuff, right? Okay, okay. But she is super taken with him, and I don't know why, because she... Um, flip me. So she's, so he's like, yeah, we're going to hire you for, for your, you know, to upsell petroleum, general petroleum, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. So she's like, okay, Mitzi... I swear to God, her assistant is called Mitzi. Mitzi! I need you to get me background information on this guy. I need you to get me a dress for tonight because he and I are going to dinner to discuss this thing. And do this and do this. And Mitzi's like, yes sir, and runs off. And the uh-huh. guy the guy says to her, so where do you want to go for dinner? And she said, um, where are you staying? And he said, the Marriott Hotel or whatever. And she goes, do they do room service? <gasps> nice! Wow, Madam. that's bored. I that's know. Bored. Yeah, it, she that, really she wants this job. Work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is my dream come true. Uh, wow! But she also, I think to... the Marriott does do room service, and I think actually uh, it's probably pretty good. The hotel <laughs> so I stayed like, in. Well, oh, good room. Uh-huh. Well, there's nothing quite like a room service burger, like room hotel burgers. Steak. Room mm. service steak with. A, a pint of cold beer. I oh, mean, yeah. like, I I don't go to many fancy hotels, but when I have when I have been and I've got that, I don't know. It did go cost to like fancy hotels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now I'm in the advertising business. Yeah. Um, well, I had like arguably I had been in the desert for seven hours. That's right, because you yeah. got your car broke down and you were stranded in like Death yeah. Valley or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was funny. It was pretty nuts. It was like near Nevada desert. But anyways, like that 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 steak and that beer was like super refreshing and super tasty. It cost 
fortune because like i bought uh, that for uh, me and her she did i think she also had a steak um you don't remember because you were just so busy going um, yum, yum, yum. No, no, i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure she also had a steak but she had like wine rather than a beer um but like man that was that was good food but i think it was probably ended up being like a hundred dollars more oh my god yeah yikes yeah thankfully they didn't charge us a huge amount for the room so because they felt sorry for us oh fair enough because you were sunburnt to death having been left in the middle of like no i was okay actually i was okay and she was a little bit burned but oh but i don't i mean it's it all depends on circumstance how how much you enjoy something because i remember eating a burger that was so tasty i almost cried and it was because <laughs> Steve and I had been trapped in that Japanese oh, tea, tea ceremony place. thing yeah. in, in the park in Munich for so long. And it took us so long to get back to our hotel. And we were just so devastated by it all that we went to Burger King. Yeah. And I ate that burger and was like, oh my God, it's the most delicious thing I've ever eaten. This is the I same never... thing. This is the same thing where the mother was pinching the baby so she could leave. <laughs> yes Wasn't yes it? that's that right, right? Her. yeah, yeah oh, where man. the baby started crying and i was like oh that lucky woman i bet she pinched yeah. that baby to make it cry so she could be like oh baby crying i have to leave let me out <laughs> it was awful i mean i guess if maybe if i spoke german at the time yeah i would have enjoyed it more because it was just who has that many questions about a japanese tea ceremony and it's like she'd never invited back to the peace garden ever again after like burning it to the ground like, yeah yeah people throwing tiny cups of tea on it to try and put it out <laughs> <laughs> better than drinking it my uh, god that was not good uh, green tea oh well tastes like ass tastes dreadful and then they gave us biscuits to go with it and the biscuits tasted like soap it was a nightmare it might have actually been soap oh no oh my god was it a bowl of like um hand sanitizer and then some soap uh, and we were all just supposed to wash our hands <laughs> it's like when someone's I... getting like oh wait 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 oh oh well i'll just sit back and watch these people drink hand sanitizer <laughs> yeah this is this is pretty awkward i don't know yeah. i mean i just it's bright green it's why like, don't they know it's like those little lemon bowls with yes the lemon the juice for cleaning finger your hands. finger bowls yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and that man. woman was like, like oh, I didn't order the lemon soup. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Awkward. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so she's hitting on this guy hard. Even though she totally doesn't need to, unless she just really fancies him. But I don't Where know it's like she, she just turns around and says, Mitzi, get some condoms. <laughs> and yeah. it's like, wow, Jesus Christ, that's forward. Get, get the ironically named family pack. <laughs> yeah. And then, oh. with the guy. <laughs> yeah. And Dougal's totally not just, you know, not fussed about any of it. He's just like, yeah, whatever. He's in the FBI. This happens all the time. Oh, yeah, I dare say. Yeah. Mm. Well, he he was in the FBI. Yeah. Not entirely sure why he got chucked out. So, Seinfeld, meanwhile, is in the grocery store. So he's in Tesco. And uh, (laughs) he... um, He's wandering through that shop looking super freaked out. He's just like, Ooh, And he's being he's... followed. He's being followed by the stuff <laughs> creeping along behind him. Like grandmother's Ooh. footsteps, you just turn around and it stops moving. And he's like, mm. I l- <laughs> love that game. Uh, um, yeah. 
so he's creeping through the store and he's he's all freaked out and he sees a little kid and the little kid's eating some stuff. He's got a carton of it uh-huh. and he's just licking it ugh, out of the carton. He's probably not paid for it because it's still in the store. It drives me nuts when people do that when they get like grapes or something and they set it in the little kid seat and then they just eat um, the grapes yeah. as they walk through the shop. Like, what is wrong with you? Have you no self control that you can't just wait to pay for the feckin' grapes before you eat them all? Well, what I mean, I've, I've seen cases where people have like eaten packs of crisps in the store and yeah. then taken the empty crisp packet to get it beat through. I mean, at yeah. least they are paying for it, but oh, sure, I'm sure but there like... are some people who probably eat them and then just hide the packet somewhere. But how long does it take you to do the groceries? 20 minutes. Can you honestly tell me that you can't wait 20 minutes to eat a handful of grapes? Uh, to be honest, I have the same feeling when people get on like a Ryanair flight or an EasyJet thing and they're like, oh yeah, I really need to have a sandwich now. It's like, the flight is an hour. You had mm-hmm. all that time waiting for the plane. Just like, yeah. you know. But you're going to eat an egg and onion sandwich sitting next to me. Thanks. Oh, Thanks so much. Yeah. 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 Oh man. And also I people remember... then hop up to go to the bathroom. It's like, it's like an hour flight. I mean, come on, just cross your legs. Whatever. Could you not have gone before we got on the plane? I do. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I'd, I'd rather not use one of those bathrooms. Oh God. Actually, well, they are kind I, of fun. I try to. No, I have used one now. I like up until that trip that we had to India. I'd never used a bathroom on an airplane. Oh yeah. Including all the times I flew to the west coast. Never what? used one. Yeah. That's like. I don't even know how long flying. Seventeen it's quite a large hours. number of hours. It's a large number of hours, but yeah. You're a fucking camel. Well, yeah. How did you not need to go with the amount of free liquid on planes? I don't know. I don't know how that worked. Because I, there is no way you're turning down the free drinks on an airplane. There is no I way. did not. <laughs> no. No. I I did that one time. I did one time, but that was because I felt really queasy. So I was like, I'm going to have to turn down the alcohol. Oh. But, like, that was when we are in business class as well, where I could have just drunk as much champagne as I wanted. I know. God damn it. Yeah. yeah. That was fun. It was disappointing. The, the only thing I liked about business class was being able to sleep. That's it. I didn't like anything oh. else about it. I didn't like that your food came in stages, so you had to sit around and wait for your next course. Just bring me my oh, yeah. little Lego set of my starter, my main course, and my dessert all in one go. Just yeah. let me eat it so I can go back to sleep. This is ridiculous. I have to sit around. I think that was one thing we were, all three of us agreed on. It's like, what's with the food? Yeah, I don't like that. And to be and... honest, we were like, there was better food in other steps of that journey. Yes. The food Which... on all other flights yeah. was better than the business class food. And yeah. I couldn't reach anything. I couldn't reach the, the screen to um... tell. I had to take my seatbelt off and stand up and walk over to the television. To tell yeah. it what to put on. Yeah. Super annoying. However, that did literally mean there was more legroom. A lot more legroom. Which is what used to me. To you, not so much. But, like, I found it very useful. Sure. You and yeah. your long dancer's legs. I know, right? I should really give them back. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, right, so to rewind to where we, what we were talking about, a uh, woman hitting on the dude, he's staying at the Marriott, she asks if there's room service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, oh yeah, so Seinfeld's in the store and he sees people eating the stuff. Oh shit, yeah, no, yes, the small child he sees And he sees a stuff. little kid eating the stuff and he just mm. slaps the stuff out of the kid's hand and he's like, no, don't eat it! 
and then he just goes on an absolute just he just goes mental he just goes completely crackers and he goes now this is the interesting thing because he runs over to the the chiller section um where all the yogurt and milk is and he just knocks all the stuff off the shelf as in knocks right. all of the stuff uh-huh. off the shelf right and he knocks yeah. it all off and he's like no don't eat it don't eat it ah! right then he goes to the like big big sh- shelving unit with a big display at the end of it of stuff at room temperature and he knocks yeah. all that stuff over as well then he goes to the freezer section and he opens the freezer door and he knocks all the stuff out of that section as well. Where's the store? Where's the store, dude? Where's security? They're all chasing him around the shop. It's like Benny Hill. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. And all right. So I'm watching this and I'm like, first of all, this shop is 50% stuff, 50% everything else. It's yes. literally, it's literally the shop from um, Parks and Rec, food and stuff. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Because there's yes. food. And then there's stuff. There's loads of stuff everywhere. And what I don't understand is, why is the stuff being kept at room temperature, chilled, and frozen? Yes. Um, I'm guessing that they've got the stuff, but they mix it to get different flavours, like Huel. So you've got nope. stuff as your base component. No, it's just stuff. No, it's just stuff. That's all it is. Uh. In every case. So you can have uh. it frozen chilled or room temperature i wonder if you can have it heated like porridge like spam <laughs> <laughs> spam 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 there's fried stuff uh, yeah. um, i don't know yeah i guess it's like maybe i mean you know when you eat chocolate and it's been in the fridge right it tastes different mm. to if you're eating chocolate that's melted or at room better. temperature so yep, oh, yep. at room temperature right no i always keep my chocolate in the fridge Really? I have got That's I have weird. got a box of I have got a box of milk tray that the milk tray man very kindly left in my fridge. Uh huh. And that's where uh, it was. That's stay. weird to me. To me, that's weird. Apart from when you eat it. I understand that that would seem weird, but there's nothing more disappointing than sort of slightly squishy room temperature oh. chocolate. Yeah, it's not supposed to be even partly melted. It's got it's got to be solid chocolate. But like, the issue that I have with chocolate that's been in the fridge is it starts getting that weird kind of patina on the on the surface, and yeah. also it tastes weird. Yeah, but it dairy does milk weird. doesn't do that. I wouldn't yeah, put dairy proper milk is like, like not chocolate. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Again. Oh fucking hell! I wouldn't uh, keep Lindor. green. I wouldn't keep Lindt in yeah. the fridge. Yeah. I wouldn't keep green and blacks or anything in the fridge, but dairy milk or um, galaxy. Well, no, I don't eat that shite. I don't like it. I only okay, like dairy milk. Mm. So if I have any sort of dairy milk product, like um, this podcast brought to you by Dairy Milk, <laughs> <laughs> only only yeah. only half brought to you by Dairy Milk because David doesn't like it. Um. But uh, if I have I anything, mean, if I, I don't dislike it. It's just like it's not the best chocolate in my mind. If if I see a hint of dairy milk on the wrapper that I'm eating it out of, I'm like, ew! I'm not. This is ruined. I'm putting it in the fridge. It has to be solid and not melty. 
Yeah, yeah, okay, fine. My mum worked with this woman who used to get a dairy milk and she would open it, uh, open up the, the wrapper completely and then she would set the whole thing on... Huh? Dip it in no, no. Tea. Oh, Christ, no. A friend of mine used to stir his, stir his coffee with a Twix and I would just be... <laughs> abs- I, I would yell at him every time. Like, what are you doing? Nice. But, um... No, she would open the wrapper all together and she would set it on the microwave. On the microwave, what am I talking about? On the radiator. And then she would eat it with a spoon. Uh, that's messed up. And, and both my mum and I both are just like, <laughs> Isn't that disgusting? That's pretty disgusting. Yeah. Isn't it? Ugh. So I think that's, I mean, my mum used to come back from work all the time and be like, oh my God, she did it again. <laughs> I think that's probably why I have to put chocolate in the fridge. Yeah, I just okay. Can't, yeah, wow. I can't bear the thought of that. It's just so awful. So um, so what do you call him? Uh, Seinfeld gets tackled finally by pretty much the entire mm. security staff. It takes three adults to pin him to the ground, and during that, he's just screaming, "It's gonna kill you all!" <laughs> Which is okay. yeah, I mean, I mean that that's what happened to you last time I took you to Starbucks. In fairness, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's those just sugary guys milk. Were not kind. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <laughs> although i mean to be perfectly honest if you were going to get in trouble for anything in starbucks it would be for screaming pay your taxes <laughs> yeah yeah it would be that would be me yeah, yeah. Although you at which sh- point i'd be like yeah the baristas exactly the baristas yeah. oh i'm but, sure they're mm. getting taxed on everything including their tips so oh yeah mm. yeah if they get yeah. any so it's, it's the company so it's like it would seem a bit harsh going in there and screaming at the people who are on the, the front end of it. Yeah. Although Starbucks yeah. baristas are, are given very good pay. They're given shares. To... As well, I yeah. think. I love companies that do that, that actually let the employees be invested in the, the company and want it to do well because it benefits John Lewis. them. Waitress. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a good model. That. Is that why they're cooperative? I think so, yeah. I think that's the point. I could be wrong. Yeah. They do a very nice fair trade white wine, I must say. The, oh, yeah. the co-op. Yeah, it's really, really nice. Is it uh, unoaked? <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> Shut uh, up with that. I realise how pretentious it sounds, but it genu- unoaked Chardonnay genuinely tastes nice. Uh, Chardonnay yeah, no, tastes no, I, I have no, awful. I, yeah. I hate it's also going to be cold. Well, yeah, but it also has to be. But annoyed. I think a, 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 I think a good a good wine doesn't necessarily have to be served cold. It's a bit like um, tequila, isn't it? Like if you buy bog standard tequila, you need to do the whole lime salt. Oh thing. shit, yeah. But if and you also buy, store it in a freezer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you buy really good quality yeah. tequila, you don't need to do any of that with it. It's the yeah, tequila. true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, speaking, okay, so he's been tackled to the floor. Yeah, speaking Sorry. of nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. He's been tackled to the floor and he's going, I'm gonna kill you. it's going to kill you all. Ah. Right, there's always one. Meanwhile, yeah. Dougal is uh, pretending to be a journalist and he's talking to one of the FDA approvers, right? Uh-huh. And the FDA approver is behaving like, I don't know if you've ever watched Friday Night Dinner, but there's a character I've in it. I've seen bits of it, yeah. Right, so you know the neighbour who's scared of his own dog? 
No, I don't actually. I don't. Is he's not the guy from Greenwing? Yes. Yeah, that yeah. Guy. Okay, yeah. And he's scared yeah, of his yeah. own dog. It's yes. this guy. This guy has got okay. an enormous Doberman, and he's he's quite clearly scared of it. They have this weird conversation. Not the dog. <laughs> Dougal and this FDA ah. dude, they have they have this whole and he says something yeah. that makes me just think like oh what are the FDA doing I mean I know it's a movie but like, anyway he goes um he says to the FDA guy like so didn't you guys need to know what was in this before you could approve it right and the FDA guy says it's a dessert it's not a prescription medicine I'm like Okay, so I guess you're more involved in the D aspect of FDA than the F aspect. Because last yes. time I checked, dessert is food, and you're the Food and Drug Administration. So surely you have to yeah. give as much, um, uh, you know, safety checks into the F part as you do into the D, dude. But it, yeah. it turns out that this guy, this guy's not a chemist, and all the chemists have vanished. There's only... Um, this guy who's like an administrator or something like that. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, and he, he tells the guy, like, yeah, I've got some documents about the stuff up in my study. I can go and get it for you. And he, like, nervously backs out of the room staring at the dog because the dog has suddenly started growling at him. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's almost just, as if just the out dog... Just curiosity, do all the dogs growl at people who've been eating the stuff? Well, it turns out that he's been feeding the stuff to the dog. Ah. Yeah, so okay. this guy loves stuff. His spare room is full of stuff. He's got a big room full of it out the back. And he and his uh -huh, dog, uh -huh. he did a whole thing. He did a whole thing with the dog where he's like, me and Mr. Fluffykins here love the stuff. Don't we? Don't we, Mr. Fluffykins? You know. <laughs> yeah, and, the and then went, the dog takes his nose. Howm! <laughs> 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 stuff 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 yeah so all the all the chemists involved in the stuff a, a, approval are either dead or out of the country um <laughs> i mean i imagine okay. the ones who are out of the country are also dead but left the country beforehand um yeah yeah okay so he um for some reason i caught the dog's name the dog is called ben right Oh, but I okay. but I didn't actually catch anyone else's name, which is quite strange. Um, Whatever. So in Apart the background, Misty, hmm? Mindy, Mitzi, Mitzi, Mitzi. I know Mitzi's yeah. name, and I know the dog Ben's name. I had the same thing with my neighbour back in Northern Ireland. We had a neighbour, and I know that the dog was uh -huh. called Brandon, but I don't know what the owners were called, which is really awkward. When you'd see your neighbour and you'd be like, oh, hi. How's Brandon? How's... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I, I think as a classic dog person, more interested in the dog than the people. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. Um, It, it cuts to another advert now where they're singing um, a song. It's like the advertising song for the stuff and it's proper yeah. 80s. It's a real 80s track with a synthesizer and everything and the, yes. the the lyrics seem to be one lick is never enough okay yeah all right then um and they have like stuff i'm, I'm guessing stands. this was done by that director the directress or whatever yeah the di director yeah she did it she came up she's with all got this something shit. on her mind yeah oh nice <laughs> 
So, yeah. so do it you know how many... It could have probably been anyone. It didn't necessarily need to be this Dougal dude. It could have been anyone. Um, get, yeah, I very much got that impression. Because if you could see Dougal... I mean, you don't need to see him because you can picture him. He looks exactly like Father Dougal in cowboy boots. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so we get to listen to this nice 80s tune and we're all like, yay! And then it cuts back to this guy's house and, and Ben, the dog, has just gone mental. And it's trying to ravage its owner. Ravage? Savage. Yes, ravage. Yes. Not ravish. <laughs> sure. That would just be his leg. <laughs> no, Hopefully. it's trying to it's trying to ravage its owner. Um right. but the owner crawls this is great. The owner crawls under the the um the what do you call it? The stand in the hall. What do you call the thing you put your phone on in the hall? Sideboard. The owner the owner crawls under the sideboard in the hall. Okay. And he pulls the phone down and the dog's all like rawr, 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 at him and he pulls the phone down to try yep. and phone somebody, but the dog stops, walks over to the to the plug in the wall where the phone's plugged in, and he unplugs the phone. Oh shit. I know! Yeah. What a clever boy! <laughs> uh, yeah, you can just say clever boy. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. I'd be so impressed briefly with my dog if it knew to do Before that. We it had a dog, you. yeah, yeah. We had a dog that did actually just chew the phone line straight out of the wall, but it wasn't like it wasn't trying to kill us at the time. It's a work it in progress. It was just teething. Yeah, it was just teething. <laughs> yeah, okay. we we had another dog that ate the linoleum off the kitchen floor. That was impressive. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, they're so cute when they're teething. My mum puts um, mustard. On all of the like the table and chair legs and stuff, and then they try to chew it, and they're all like, bleh, bleh, bleh. "Oh God, this tastes terrible." Yes. Yeah, well, yeah. it puts them off chewing it. So yeah, so the dog unplugs the phone line, and then it looks like the dog has rabies because it it opens its Foamy. jaw really wide, like, and then a load of foam comes out, and you're like, "Uh oh, Ben's rabid," but no, he's it's the stuff coming out of the dog's mouth. Okay. Yeah, and the dogs... It's His like, master's voice. No, that's something else. <laughs> His master's stuff. His jaw no, is open... Mm. His jaw is open unnaturally wide. It's like a say. reticulated python. Exactly like that. Like... <laughs> like, um, like me yeah. biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> or Pringles. Yeah! In one go. Yeah, just lift the whole stack out and... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, delicious. And, the, and you see the stuff starting to ooze out of its mouth, and you're like, mm, well, uh-huh. that's probably not good. Um, and then that's the last we see of that. And then that's it. The end. Okay. Not of the so film, no more dog. No more FDA no more dude. No. Okay. No. Mm. You're just supposed to be impressed that the dog knew enough to pull the phone line out and then killed him. I, oh, I guess. Doesn't sure. Matter. Yes. So now okay. Dougal is for some reason in some petrol station in in like Bumsville, Idaho, so to speak. Uh-huh. I, I don't know where he is. I think he's somewhere near. He's in Georgia, apparently. No, Virginia. Okay. He's in the south of America somewhere. Right. And he pulls in to get some petrol and some directions, and he's like trying to ask the the petrol guy, the petrol attendant. The gas yes. station attendant some questions, mm. and for some reason he keeps evading the questions to insist that the guy go to the toilet. He's like, "We have a toilet. It's got a sink. You can wash your hands. 
You sure don't want to go and even just freshen up, wash your hands? No? You don't want to? Just And this is pre-COVID. I know, right? <laughs> this guy was on the ball. Seconds. He knew, he knew which way the wind... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He knew which way the wind was blowing this guy. And yeah. then he was all excited because another car pulled up across the road uh, and the petrol station attendant goes, wow, two strangers in one day. Which suggests to me that business is not booming. <laughs> no, he's a petrol yeah. station, and he only ever sees people he knows already, like in this small oh. town that that's apparently deserted because no one seems to live there except for this petrol station attendant and the sure. guy in the post office who will meet in a moment. Uh, okay. So Dougal doesn't get any answers to his questions about like why does no one live here? What's going on? Have you ever heard of the stuff? What does the stuff uh-huh. get made around here? Where did all the people uh-huh. who were involved in making the stuff who used to live here, where are they now? And the guy was answered all of his questions with just, are you sure? There's lavender soap in there. So uh, Dougal decides okay. he's going to... Go- yeah, yeah. I know. He's going to go and investigate the other car, the other stranger. And while he's doing that, the, the garage attendant guy just runs off into the woods. Presumably right. to, to poop. Presumably to shit. <laughs> Because he was actually a bear. I don't know why he ran into the yes. it was It was flipping weird. He saw his opportunity and he was like, oh, oh, and then ran off. And I don't know why. Okay. So while while Dougal's looking at this car to figure out who it is, uh, a chap jumps out over the top of the car and Dougal punches him. And then they introduce themselves. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can see he works for the FBI. Punch first. Ask questions later. Ask questions later. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> exactly. Yeah. Sorry. So bad timing. So I've, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got beer up my nose. Um. So it turns out that the fella he just punched is is called Chocolate Chip Charlie. Yeah. And Chocolate Chip Charlie's company got taken over by the stuff. All of his 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 two brothers and his um the other sh- you know shareholders and blah blah blah. They all just. Uh-huh. Gave his company over to the stuff, so now Chocolate Char, Char Chocolate Chip Charlie is on a whole, you know, quest Crusade. to bring yeah yes. to bring down the stuff. So that's why mm. he's in this town because they're trying to figure out like where'd everyone go, you know. Um, so they head to the post office to try and figure out where everyone went. Apparently, everyone has left a forwarding address, and everyone's uh-huh. forwarding forwarding address is Midland, Georgia. So right, meh. and they find this out okay. from a very strange chap in the post office who keeps popping up throughout the film, and is just generally weird. He's a weird guy. Um, Does he turn into a giant moose demon at the end? <laughs> no, <laughs> he's not that weird. <laughs> okay. Although yeah. he doesn't turn into a moose demon, the mammal. He does turn into a moose demon, the dessert. Ah, <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Chocolate yeah. moose. He does, except it's white chocolate in this case. Okay, um, fine. Now, he doesn't seem that unusual when you realise he's a post office employee because he says things like, why don't you just go away and leave us alone? Which I'm used to with the post office. They're they're famously unfriendly. <laughs> yeah, last time I tried to rob a post office, they did that to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but these guys are just looking uh, for a forwarding address. They're not trying to steal all the yeah. stamps out of the post office sure. like you. Yeah, yeah. Why? Yeah, 
yeah. first class has gone up again. Diabolical. <laughs> it's definitely robbery. Yeah. Who was the real robber? I ask you, Your Honour. <laughs> Your Honour, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. that's five to ten years, yeah. Oh, for stealing stamps? No way. First offence. Ah, uh, I suppose so, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you get... <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I did steal the fence first. <laughs> <laughs> so he... Oh, right, dear. now, I love this bit. So the, the weird guy in the post office, like, excuses himself. He's like, uh, if you'll excuse me, I'm just going to nip to the loo or something. And then he sneaks out... And he sneaks around the corner and then he, he goes to the door and he looks behind him all furtively and then he, he goes through the door. Which is fine, except that he's in full view of Charlie and Dougal. Like the door is right there. It's like, it's like one-way glass and they're just watching him going. Yeah. <laughs> but he knows they're there. It's so weird. Why yeah. are they just They just patiently watch him sneak around the shelves. And then furtively go through this door. And they're like, well, everything seems to be in order here. You know, <laughs> like, what? And then they hear, so he clears off behind the door. And then yes. there's there's a weird groaning noise. And then stuff starts oozing out of the weirdo's mouth. And like, okay, quickly oozing, like pouring across the floor. And then starts pouring up the wall. Uh-huh. To what end, I don't know, because it doesn't do anything, but it's all issuing from the post office employee's yes. mouth. So because Dougal and Charlie clearly saw him go through this door and now they hear this weird noise, they know which door to look through to see what's going on. You know, yeah. I bet there's something behind this door. <laughs> A bulimic post officer. Apparently, yeah. He just purged. Um, yeah. So they so they come out and they see this scene and they're like ew, and uh, chocolate chocolate chip Charlie I think has some kind of medical degree because he pronounces nobody's mouth should open that wide. That sounds about right. <laughs> okay. And they watch this happen and then they just climb out the window and leave. Uh, Why which... don't they go by the door? I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Fine. <laughs> they're right, just okay. like ah, it's just that panic thing you know people make strange decisions when they're panicked As like you... throwing their yeah, yeah their pajamas like... on a puddle of water yes exactly <laughs> yeah yeah yes. okay it's why I was so sympathetic when everyone panicked and started buying toilet roll at the start of the COVID thing because I know that people make strange decisions when they're panicked like when a pipe bursts in your bathroom and you watch it spraying water everywhere and you think to yourself, the best thing to do would be to rip your pyjamas off and throw them on the floor. Uh, it made me feel better. All right? Yeah. And then I, mean, I could, and then the I could think calmly. It yeah. did. And then I thought, right, now I'll do something practical. And I did. And I went into the hall and... Put on more turned... pyjamas. Oh, well, yes, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one hitch in my plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And enough. isolated the water supply. Just like I'm sure Good a job. lot of people... Bought a load of toilet roll and then they felt a whole lot better about the the lockdown because they had done sure. something. Yes. yes. Toilet roll is yes. the great equaliser. People from every economic strata in Britain can afford toilet roll. I'd have thought. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I would hope so. Yeah. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I am not here to judge 
Charlie and Dougal for leaping out the window. That makes sense to me. I'm very sympathetic to okay. people, right. people okay. making Fine. strange decisions when they panic. So they yes. run away. Um, unfortunately, uh, four dudes uh, with sticks um, have also taken the stuff and now they're chasing them. So they're being pursued by four dudes with a stick. Now, David, if you were being pursued by four men who had sticks, um, what vehicle do you think would afford you the quickest getaway? Learjet? Oh, but, what but kind you'd of have to... But you'd have to get into the jet. You'd have to start the engines. You'd have to like program okay, okay. it all. You'd have um, to put in a I flight plan. I would say if, if if there's two of you, probably yeah. not a motorbike. But if it was just me, I would take a motorbike. Sure. Or if there were two of you, what vehicle, land, sea, or air, do you think would be the the best to uh, just get in and go? It would be. I would say a car. Or a truck. Okay. I would say a car would, is probably better. What would you say is probably the worst uh, two-person a, vehicle? A bicycle? Oh, uh, the worst two-person vehicle. Uh, 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 ooh. Hmm. Two-person vehicle. Scooter? That you can instantly get in and start and get a bit of distance immediately. Tractor. Because that's what you're going for. Tractor. <laughs> How about a rowboat in a pond? Oh, God. No, because essentially if it's a pond, they can just walk around the other side of the pond. <laughs> well, it's a big pond. A lake. A oh, small lake. Yeah, I wouldn't choose... I would not really choose a rowboat, no. No, because it takes Especially ages to get a rowboat my... up and running. Yeah, because my car is at the petrol station. Oh, shit, yeah. Why didn't they run back to their cars? <laughs> Idiots. Yeah, they've got two cars. They could take one each. Here's an interesting thing, yeah? So obviously, because they've elected to get a rowboat to escape these guys, needless to say, in the process of getting in the rowboat, getting the oars, slowly kicking off from the... the... I'm doing that bit of rope, which is sometimes pretty carefully tied. Would you be surprised to hear that the four dudes caught up with them and proceeded to fight them Uh. with the sticks that they brought? So stupidest getaway I've ever seen but one of the Dougal or Charlie I can't remember which punches yes. one of the dudes with the stick uh-huh. and his whole head just goes like a ice cream wafer ice cream cone okay. wafer just yes yeah 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 okay hollow um, so, oh, so I mean, it doesn't they could have just stood oh. there and punched the four guys and it would have taken yeah. less time than trying to get a rowboat up and running I mean, they could have hit them with the oars. Yeah, yeah, just take the oar out of the boat. It is really annoyingly long-winded trying to get into a rowboat and then getting the oars in position and then starting to row. It is possibly the worst escape vehicle they could possibly have picked. Especially since, as you pointed out, their cars were around the corner. If they'd just run around the corner... They could have just got you into see, their car. That's why they should have left by the door. Yeah. Because that's probably closer to the. <laughs> Maybe they jumped through the window because the guys were coming in the shop front. Probably, yeah. I mean, that, that's. Okay. We'll, we'll assume that's what happened. Yeah. But... Okay. Okay, we're going to stop it there. So join us next time for part two of Why Did You Watch? Episode four. Why 
enjoyed if you watch it.